Welcome to the snooze button. Hey, I'm Brittany of Brittany She and Sleep. I've got 99 problems, but my kid's sleeping isn't one. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the snooze button. I'm Brittany of Brittany She and Sleep, your host. I am coming to you live on another unbelievably rainy day here in Los Angeles. So if you hear a noise downstairs, that is my daughter who would usually be at the park with our nanny, but they're inside for like the 57th day in a row. Um, I am, I would like to have a word with whoever's in charge of this weather and just let them know that I will not be paying um, my property taxes for the city of Los Angeles until the rain stops, because this is not what I signed up for when I moved here from New York. I signed up for sun. It was supposed to be a sort of like a Beach Boys vibe. It's not. It's not uh, this year. 2023 has been, I think it's rained like every day this year, which is wild. I think it rained like three days the entire year, the first year we moved here. I digress. <coughs> I'm sorry. Today, I wanted to talk. This isn't even specifically about sleep, though sleep is one of the topics that comes up a lot. I want to empower you guys as parents listening to this to not feel like you need to digest and internalize everything you see on social media related to parenting and to give you some new ways of looking at things when you're wading through the BS that's out there because there really is so much on social media, on the internet in general, that can make parents second guess themselves, think you're doing things wrong, and it can just feel really suffocating. Um, And I know this both because as somebody in the parenting space, I really do for my job need to follow things that are going on online because it helps me understand what my clients are being fed. And I'm a mom too, right? I have three kids. So if there is some new study on, you know, the effects of starting preschool at age two versus three versus four and what this means for cognitive, I want to know too, right? So I'm ingesting this stuff both as a parent, but also, also through the lens of a professional because I also, I mean, on a weekly basis, I'm trying to talk parents off a ledge who have heard or read or seen something crazy. Um, and usually I already know about it and I'm like, don't worry, that was debunked and da da da. Um, and sometimes I'm like, I hadn't heard that thing. And I'm, you know, going researching it and come back and be like, okay, I read the study. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's exhausting for me because I want to make sure I have all of the information so I can support people the best. And that means I'm reading a lot of studies. That's, that's a part of my job, which I'm happy to do, but it's a lot. So the reason this came up and I wanted to talk about it today is because Last week, there was a post from a large account, not a, not a sleep consultant, but somebody in the space, a pediatrician, posted a really wackadoodle, I guess, method to use for toddlers. And a number of people sent it to me being like, this is insane. Do people do this? Is this real? I don't understand why this would be promoted. And I talked a little bit about it um, on my Instagram stories. And it sort of was a catalyst for me talking about this today. So here's what I will tell you guys. Anytime you are scrolling through social, I'm going to just specifically talk about social media here. I know that there's other things like Facebook groups and there's, you know, like articles and things. But I think most of the stuff that sends parents, especially moms, into a spiral is something they see on like Instagram or TikTok or maybe Facebook, right? So before you digest this stuff, panic about it, share it with friends, you know, follow these people. I want you first to st- take a step back. So let's let's give a really 
a really good specific example that has nothing to do with sleep. Some influencer type person posted a while ago, and it went very viral about how Coco Melon like gives kids ADHD or makes them hyperactive or something like that. And people like completely freaked out and were so worried about it. Like, oh my God, my kids have been watching this every day. I think they are hyper. What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. So here's a great example. Now I'll just save you and tell you the end story. It's not true. There's absolutely no data whatsoever, like actual data to support Coco Melon being different from any other TV show. Now, should you be putting your six-month-old in front of the TV all day? Obviously, no, right? I think we can all agree that's not a good idea. But Coco Melon doesn't have some sort of special sauce in it that makes kids crazy. And this, this like thought, you know, this theory was so prolific in the last year or so that I believed it. Like I hadn't done the research yet, and I kept hearing it, and I was like, "That's crazy! I'm never gonna let my kids watch that show," until I actually took a step back and started researching. And of course, within, you know, weeks of that, of me trying to research it, Emily Oster came out with a newsletter being like, this is a bunch of BS, stop, don't worry, don't worry about Coco Melon. But I think it's really important as parents, when you see something that's really triggering and you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Blueberries make your kids, you know, uh, not sleep or I don't know, like something that just sounds like a little bit of wackadoodle. I want you to stop. Do not panic. Do not share it with anyone. (laughs) Do not comment on it. Stop. Go to this person's like link in bio. I want you to go to their website. I hope that if they don't have a website, I would just scroll right past. Go to their website, assuming they have one. Read their bio or their FAQ. Get a sense of their general content. What are they trying to sell you? Because it's usually, you know, somebody who has a product that they sell. Um, who else are they aligned with? Like, do they have you know, any are they do they have certain qualifications? Are they trained in something specific? All of those things. Try to get to know who this person is and what their shtick is. Because there is a chance you read all that and you're still like, no, I'm very intrigued. I, you know, they seem like they know what they're talking about. I under, you know, I like the other things they've been sharing. Or you might go to it and be like, okay, wait, I when I just saw the one reel, I was intrigued and I thought Coco Millen was, you know, terrible for my child. But now that I go and I, by the way, I'm not using this as the example that something's wrong with this woman's website. I'm just saying for for full context, right? Oh, you go to the website and you're like, wait, never mind. This is pretty wackadoodle. It doesn't sound philosophically like something I'm aligned with and like some of the other stuff that's being promoted or the thing that's being sold or whatever um, doesn't align with my values or seems a little fishy. Now we can move on, right? I think too, and that's the first step, right? Because I do think sometimes if you like took a step back and looked at the whole picture of whoever is sharing this information, you'd be like, wait, okay, this is crazy. No, thank you. I'm not going to spiral about this. The other thing to be thinking through as well, and I think this one is more tied to sleep that I see with like sleep accounts. If somebody has a has a very strong position and opinion, that is their prerogative, right? We all feel differently about different things. There's nothing wrong with that. And we are all free to both to put out the information that we feel passionate about and to consume what we agree with. Okay, that's everyone's prerogative. But I would be really careful with any account that you follow. Are we focusing on providing solutions and solutions that to you as a parent feel realistic and doable? Or are we trying to scare you? If you go to an account and you feel like everything you see is meant to scare you or tell you that something else is bad, that's a red flag to me, right? That's not – and listen, if it's someone's personal account, they can do whatever they want. But if anybody has – 
has an angle where they're trying to sell something, right? They have an organization, a company, they have either a physical product or a digital product or a service. They're trying to sell you something. Um, but most of the conversation within their page is scary, right? It's telling you things that are bad. Like, if you don't do my thing, all these bad things will happen. Here are all the bad things that happen to people who don't do my thing. Or they're talking about something else and how bad that is. Huge red flag, right? You should go to someone's account. Let's say it's like a, a speech therapist or something. If you went to a speech therapist's website and they, the you know, 75% of what they talked about was either here's all the terrible things that happen if you don't get speech therapy when your kid hasn't done XYZ things. Or if you find someone who teaches this type of speech um, methodology, this is going to ruin your child. Here's all the reasons why you should never trust these people, da, 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 da. Wouldn't you be like, okay, but but what are you teaching? Because I'm here to learn, um, and now I just feel scared and shamed and worried that I'm accidentally going to come across an account that teaches speech that way, and, and now I'm just feeling worse about myself, right? That's step step far away from that. Instead, you should be going, and I'm using speech as the example, you should be going to a speech therapist's you know, page, and they're like, here's tips to do this. Here's what I like about this. Here's some fun things I do with my kids. Like, It should have a warm, positive angle. I think any, any account that's helping parents through something should have a warm, positive angle. Whether or not it's like snarky and silly or it's um, something totally different, right? Like everyone's personality is different. But I'd be really wary of anyone who it seems like their main focus is attacking other people or trying to scare you. And I think there's a lot of that out there in the parenting space. There's a lot of accounts and people. And I think the Coco Mellon one is a great example. It's like, how about then what's the alternative, you know? So here's a good example of one that does the opposite. That's great. I'm sure many of you know the account Busy Toddler. Now, Busy Toddler, her whole shtick is, and she's kind of expanded into the parenting space, which I really like. She talks more about parenting stuff as well. But it was initially like how to keep your toddler busy so you don't like lose your shit on them. And I love that she never says things like, screens are damaging, screens are terrible, like buy my activity book because if you give your kids screens, they will be, you know, emotionally damaged. No, she says things like, have you had a hard day? Have you tried a popsicle bath? Which by the way, we have tried in my house and it works like a charm. Um, And she's like, give your kid a popsicle in the bath. It's like a fun way for them to calm down, da 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 da. Like her account has a very positive spin. She really doesn't spend any time talking negatively about anyone else. And she could, right? She could say like, the reason you should do all these activities I'm suggesting is because if you, you know, let your kid nap, uh, they won't sleep all night and that's a terrible idea. Or if you use screens, that would be a terrible idea, right? That's not her angle. She's a positive, happy person who provides really good tips, right? So that's the other thing too, is if you're following an account that's supposed to be helping you with something, is it helping, right? Like it should be helping. Whether or not you buy the product, you should go there and be like, oh, this is interesting. Like I tried that tactic to help my kid learned some words from this speech therapist page and it actually really worked. I, I, you know, I tried doing XYZ and that was such a good idea. So that's the feeling you should get. You should feel positive and happy. They should not be attacking anyone else or trying to scare you. Um, and they should be offering reasonable solutions to whatever the thing is. If you go to Busy Toddler, you're looking for activities for your toddlers. Does she do that? She does. So that's a good thing. That's positive, right? And here's the other thing. Remember, even if you go to a site, like let's give the example of that Cocomel thing. Let's say you had gone to that person's website. Oh no, they're um, they're an expert in 
you know, children's uh, psychology and da-da-da. She has all these master's degrees and whatever, um, which, by the way, is not the case with this person. But if it was, right? Remember, too, that we are all flawed humans. We are. And I, just like everyone else in the sleep space, does have a perspective, right? It doesn't mean I don't change things when I work with families one-on-one and find solutions that work for their particular child and their family. But of course, I come with a strong perspective of what I believe works, what I know has worked with people in the past, what I've learned in my training, what I've done with my own children, my parenting philosophy, my general life philosophy, because I'm a human being. And You know, I could have told you that would be the case with anyone in the sleep space, but what is especially fascinating to me now that I've been doing this job and worked with so many families over the years is the same is true with pediatricians. And like any other job, and I think to be honest, I'm sort of still each week when I hear news stories, I'm still like so shocked at how wide the spectrum is across this one profession and what people are told. You know, I will hear things truly, you guys. I will hear things from at eight weeks old, regardless of how much they're eating at night, you should shut the door at 7 p.m. and not go back until 7 a.m. Pediatricians recommending that. And I've also had pediatricians say all babies need to eat overnight until they're six months old, full stop. And if your baby has any sort of weight gain issues, the only solution is you need to start feeding them more overnight. Okay, think about how like incredibly dramatically different those recommendations are, right? Um, I will have babies who are dropping significantly on the growth chart and the pediatricians are like, this is fine, this is normal, it does not matter, to ones who were like, you need to start putting rice cereal in their bottles, which by the way, like even the AAP says you shouldn't do, right? So it is so across the spectrum. And I think that's important too, because A, it means that when you're given information, You need to take it with a grain of salt, and it's okay to ask for a second opinion or to ask why. And it's also a good reminder that when you're ingesting, you know, that's more on a personal level, right? If you're working through some sort of issue with your child, if you're given a recommendation and you're like, this doesn't make sense to me, I don't understand it, like for sure you should ask for another opinion or just ask why. Like, that's interesting because I thought X, Y, Z, like, is there a reason why you're recommending this instead? And if they can't give you a good answer, then see you later, right? Like for sure. That's how I would feel. Um... But it's also a good reminder that when you're ingesting this stuff online, I do think it's important to be checking, you know, does the person who's telling me that Cocomelon is, you know, going to give my kid an Adderall prescription in a month, does that, is this somebody who's qualified to be saying that? But beyond that, even if they are, remembering that we're all human, right? I think the pediatrician example is such a good one because, uh, you know, if you heard those two extreme things from two different pediatricians, you would be confused. You'd be like, one is saying I, I have to do this at eight weeks and one is saying I can't do it till six months. This doesn't make any sense, right? So remember that we're all human and we come from different perspectives and different reasoning. And so it's important that you find someone in any part of the parenting space that is aligned with your values and that you you might not understand it initially, but once it's explained to you, it makes logical sense and you trust them. Because at the end of the day, there are different ways of doing many different things. And you're not going to find the perfect one. You're going to find the one that works for you. And whether that is sleep, speech, I don't know why I keep using speech as an example, but I feel like it's a good one. You know, screen time, school, I mean, a million things, lactation, right? Um, You will have a million opinions. And the best thing you can do is do take a few extra minutes to do do due diligence, excuse me, on the people you're getting information from 
And the ones that you feel like philosophically align with you the best, just stick with them. You don't need to follow 30 different sleep people, 30 different speech people, 30 different feeding and lactation people. Go find a few of them and then look for the ones that make you feel good. You're like, when I'm ingesting this person's information, I feel empowered. I feel confident. I feel like I'm learning and I feel like they know what they're talking about and I trust them. That's the only thing you need to feel. If you are going to someone's site and you're, you know, or they're real and it's telling you that timeouts are terrible and, you know, generational trauma and you're like, this is scary. It makes me feel bad. I don't like it. Then unfollow. You don't need to be involved in that. There are plenty of people out there that have content that will make you feel empowered and supported and ready to take on the day. Okay. I feel like this was a weird rambling episode, but I hope it was helpful. Have a great day, you guys. We have a great uh, guest speaker that I'm recording with tomorrow. So next week's episode will be another awesome client confidential. And I'll see you then. Bye. Loving the snooze button? Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And please leave a review. I will read it and internalize it. So make sure it's very glowing. If you're interested in working with me or learning more about my courses, head to britneysheehan.com or follow me on Instagram at britneysheehansleep.